Welcome to Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. Are you hungry to hear more about our beautiful Savior Jesus? Well, the Bible declares that grace and peace are multiplied to us in the knowledge of Jesus. Join me for revelatory teaching, interviews with leaders in the body of Christ, and testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Thanks for joining the conversation to reveal more of Jesus to a hurting world today. All through those years, I just kept believing that word that God had spoke about revival and also upon my life, about, upon my calling. I wasn't seeing the power of God move tremendously through me. I was seeing him move and touch people through prophetic ministry, baptism of the Holy Spirit. But before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to our Christina Prayer Ministry sponsors who help support the mission to unite the body of Christ and fulfill the Great Commission with love. A big shout out to Gopher Ministries who provides all of our equipment for our gospel events. Davis Financial Services who does all of our financial accounting Harvest Family Network, through which I am licensed and ordained, and Life Changing Productions, who helps put together evangelistic events to reach our city for Jesus. If you or your organization are interested in becoming a CPM sponsor, you can find out more information on our website at ChristinaPereira.org. Do you have a loved one special occasion coming up? and don't know what to get them, well, now you can sponsor an episode of Revealing Jesus in their name. And you can give them a special dedication message read on air. It makes a great gift. To find out more information, just go to christinaperreira.org slash podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I am your host, Christina, and I'm so excited to have you with me here today. I hope and I pray that you are doing well right where you are and enjoying the continuously flowing favor of grace pouring from our beautiful Savior and Father in heaven. I've got a great show for you today. I have an amazing leader in the body of Christ with me today. She is the lead pastor of Fivefold Church in Los Angeles, California, and is seeing many miracles where people are being healed, delivered, and set free. She's an international minister and speaker, and she's the author of the new book, The Secret of the Anointing, Accessing the Power of God to Walk in Miracles. I have with me here today, Catherine Crick. Catherine, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, the honor is all mine. I've loved reading through your book. And looking at some of the really amazing miracles and things that God is doing through TikTok and things like that. So thank you so much. I've told our listeners a lot about you. Can you share with them something personal just to help get to know you? Yeah. So I was born in a, well, where I grew up was a really small town of around 1,000 people. To this day, there's still no cell phone service there. My dad still doesn't have a cell phone. Wow. Um, really in the country. And and now I live in LA and I'm traveling like pretty much every week <laughs> to different cities. So it's my background is quite different from where I am now. Wow. I love that so much. I like small things too. Isn't it so amazing how like he calls you out of the smallness and you're like, oh Lord, you want me to do what? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, since this is revealing Jesus, I have to ask you how you met our beautiful Savior, Jesus. So I actually don't ever have a memory of not believing in God, not having faith in him, not loving him. I grew up in a Christian home. And so I remember age four, I literally remember it's my earliest memory, just my parents talking to me and just, you know, trying to make sure I understand about Jesus and if I really want to accept him as my Lord and Savior on my own. And I remember doing that at age four in the living room with my parents. And I've always loved God, but I grew up in a very traditional household, traditional church, I mean, traditional church, Presbyterian, where I did not know that God came in power. I didn't know about the Holy Spirit and how he was so tangible and real and how I really didn't know how to have a personal relationship with him too. So I went through some lukewarm stages in high school and a little bit of college until one day I encountered God in power. And that's the moment that I describe as meeting Jesus. Mm. I feel like that is when I you know, really met him and to fall in love with someone, you need to actually meet them, not just hear about them, not yeah. just hear about some amazing, amazing person, right? Right. Really meet them. And so that's what happened. I, I instantly fell in love, like with just one encounter with him in power when he became so tangible. His love for me became so real. And I fell in love with him and I surrendered to him my whole life instantly. That was in my mid 20s. Isn't that amazing? It's who he is. It's not what yes. he does, it's who he is. Yes, exactly so good he's so beautiful and wonderful and majestic and kind and man you have one encounter with that it just wrecks you it does the rest Amen. of life yeah yeah good so good well you guys are seeing such tremendous miracles and things happening in your church in the fivefold church and your book the secret of the anointing really kind of tries to make that available for the everyday believer, which I firmly believe it is available for the everyday believer. Um, can you talk about what you're experiencing and what you're seeing and why you wrote this book? Yes. So I received a prophecy over my life that I was called to be an apostle of Jesus and I was called to reach the nations. And this was in 2016. And um, God called me to drop what I was doing. I was pursuing being a singer. So he called me to just drop that and step into this calling. And at the time, public speaking was my biggest fear and weakness. And I had no desire to be a minister at all. So God was really calling me in my biggest weakness. What I saw as my biggest weakness and something I didn't want to do. <laughs> but I wanted to be in his will and obey him more than anything. So I just quickly left my pursuit of the music and immediately followed him in what he was calling me to do in this calling. So I started Fivefold Church the next year and there were these prophecies. My now my spiritual father had prophesied that I was called to be an apostle. And then there was also a prophecy that revival has come to America and will spread mm -hmm. across the whole world. And it is now... It's no longer time for praying for it, but it is now. So I believed in that Amen. word. I, I knew it was God speaking um, 
but we didn't see that in the physical immediately. It was, of course, there in the spiritual realm, but it didn't look like revival. Our church was small. We started with 20. The next year, there was 15. The next year, there was 10. The next year, there was five. And then COVID hit. It was 2020. And there was just two of us. And we went outside in a park because we couldn't rent the place where we were having church in a building. We couldn't rent it there because it was COVID. So we went outside and started having worship services there. Actually, July 31st, exactly about a year ago um, in 2020, we stepped out in the park and there was just like a couple people who showed up. And all through those years, I just kept believing that word that God had spoke about revival and also upon my life, about upon my calling. I wasn't seeing the power of God move tremendously through me. I was seeing him move and touch people through prophetic ministry, baptism of the Holy Spirit, sometimes people just having encounters with God where they would fall back with his power, but not really much healings or definitely not deliverances. So I was just trusting that many people would one day come and receive from him and many miracles would take place in the ministry. But I mean, it was just a small handful of people for so long. And so what happened was I put out a video on TikTok on December 31st is when it is about the time it went out and it went viral by my 30th birthday on January 1st. It had 1 million views. But what was even more amazing was there were thousands of people commenting that they had received miracles while watching the one minute video. They were set free. They were healed. They felt things leave them. Atheists even said, I'm an atheist, but I felt power when I watched this video. And I was so shocked because it was just like God had just decided. He had decided to just open the floodgates and move in his anointing through this little one minute video. And so all of a sudden had this internet following. I started going live now multiple times a week and every live many miracles were taking place and prior to this i'd only seen god do one miracle through a video that i did like a live video only one time and that was just a couple months prior and that was after me going live so many times and so then a couple months later word started to spread someone even flew from massachusetts to los angeles to our service in the park because word had spread, these videos started to go around the internet. And this woman, as I prayed for her, now there were about 20 so people at our church service in the park. But as I prayed for her, demons manifested in her and started speaking out of her. And mm-hmm. I'd seen that before, but never in my ministry, never as I prayed for someone. So by the grace of God, God led me to you know, boldly walk in authority and command the demon to go. And God delivered her. I saw that demon leave her and I saw her set free. And it was just one of the most beautiful, amazing days of my life just to see God move a power like that and to see his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. And from there, that video of her being set free went viral. And then people just started coming more and more every week hungry to be set free and god just began delivering people from there all the time every service and so two months from that day 300 people showed up at the park so from about 20 people to just two months later 300 because word had spread and people were hungry and revival just really broke out and that day when 300 people came it was like revival like i had dreamed of i mean people were 
set free left and right. Like people were encountering God all over the place. And we were just jumping up and down and rejoicing, screaming, praising God, like just in awe. It was this feeling of like most everyone there, if not everyone there had never encountered God like that, like seen him move in that kind of power before. So that's how it started. And it's just increased from there since that day. That was now the spring of 2021. So two years from then, there hasn't been a single Sunday that people haven't gotten on a plane and traveled and coming with hunger to encounter God at, at our church, at Fivefold Church in Los Angeles. And, you know, a couple months after that, like revival broke out there in the park, there was just this hunger that erupted in different cities around the U.S. So wow, I, I started getting invitations to minister. And so I started ministering about every week from that summer. And then I started ministering in different countries. People from other countries started to become so hungry to be free and encounter God and power. So I've been to about like, like 13 nations now, 12 to 13 nations since then ministering. So I've seen God. I, I came from a place where I didn't see God move in power through me at all. I wasn't prophetic. I mean, I just felt completely like having no supernatural power of God within me. I went from that mm -hmm. to then seeing like the floodgates of his anointing open and wow. just constantly pour his anointing through my ministry as I pray for people. And, you know, I, I feel like such a normal person, like a normal average Joe person. In mm -hmm. the Bible, we see how the disciples were fishermen. They're just normal people, you know, tax collectors, people who had not great past. And that's whom God chooses. But in today's time, I think that's forgotten so much or it's not seen that much what we see in the Bible. People tend to see people walking in the anointing, ministers walking in the walking in the anointing, and they never make that connection of mm -hmm. that they should be inspired, that they should walk in the anointing too, and that God does want to use them. God doesn't want to only use like big ministers on a platform in the mm -hmm. anointing, in his power. But the Bible says that all those who believe, these mm -hmm. signs shall follow them. And Amen. some of those signs, they shall cast out devils, they shall lay, lay hands on the sick, and they will be healed. So God really led me to write this book because he wants his people, his children in the body of Christ, all of them, to be vessels of him in his fullness, not vessels of just his word, you know, the, mm -hmm. the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. So he doesn't just want to be talked about. He doesn't want to just be talked about that he moves in power, that he can heal. But he wants us to demonstrate his power, to be vessels of him in power, all of us. And so he led me to write this book and to write it from a place of just urging the people, like, look at me and be inspired. You know, I was just mm -hmm. a normal person. And God wants to use you too. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. You can't see my face, but I am smiling so big. I'm over here rejoicing oh. with you because oh. I carry so much of the heart of God. And I think he so longs to see people set free, healed, delivered. You know, I think what people don't realize is for believers, he experiences everything in this life with them. So the pain, the bondage, like he longs to see people set free, healed and delivered. And I'm just rejoicing yes. that so many are seeing that happen. And, you know, you're absolutely right. He uses the ordinary things of this world and 
I love that we should have the word, but we should have his power. They go hand in hand, the spirit, yes. the word. And I'm so excited by what he is doing right now. But, you know, I feel like he is just flooding the airwaves between social media and the movies and television series like The Chosen and The Jesus Revolution and what's happening across TikTok and things like that. And all of these sons and daughters rising up, he's using media to spread this revolution of who he really is. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited because when we just catch a glimpse of really who he is, we'll never be the same. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. Well, let's break this down for people. Let's make it super duper easy. So you call it the anointing. Can you explain to people, for those out there who grew up in traditional backgrounds, I was one as well, and I had a very similar story encountering the Holy Spirit, but can you explain to them what is the anointing, why it's biblical, and why they need it? Yes. So the anointing, it's actually in the Bible in Isaiah ten twenty seven. it says the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Mm-hmm. So yoke, meaning really the spiritual meaning of it is a demonic bondage, demonic spirit, demonic stronghold. It's a work from the devil as mm-hmm. the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. So it's his works of trying to steal, kill and destroy upon people. He brings yokes. And many people don't realize that anxiety is a yoke. Depression is a yoke. They're demonic things. Suicidal thoughts is a yoke. Addiction is a yoke. And so many other things in life, things in life where, you know, you try to pray all the time for it to go and read the word and do all as God is saying to do. But no matter what you do, it still remains. And a lot of people just don't understand why it remains or they just try to go with the world solution ways. They don't understand that this is spiritual and we have to go in the spiritual realm to deal with this. And that's what's so important about this scripture that in Isaiah, how it says the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Mm -hmm. What the anointing is, is it's the power of God that God puts in a vessel because he chooses to use vessels. God can do whatever he wants and he moves Mm -hmm. up. He moves outside of the box. He does different things outside of his like main principles of how he you know, decides to move that we see in the word. God can heal anybody right where they are. They can cry out to him and he can immediately heal them right there, just like with no vessel involved. You know, mm-hmm. God does that sometimes. He can do that. But he does have a main principle that we see in the word of God, main principle of how he chooses to move in power to heal, deliver, and release miracles. And that's mm-hmm. through vessels is that he puts his anointing, his power in vessels and moves through them. And because, you know, he's given us authority. The disciples came back from casting out demons and they were amazed. And Jesus actually says, I have given you all authority over all demonic powers. So he's basically saying like, demons were obeying you because I've given you authority. I've Put this anointing and this authority in you. And he tells them, cast out demons, heal the sick. He tells us, 
the mm-hmm. Great Commission. So what he's saying there is he's saying like, I've chosen to use you. I've chosen to give you authority. I've chosen to put my power in you and for you to do the works, for you to pray for people, for you to command demons to go and my power would move through you <laughs> to deliver the people, to heal the people. So we see this in the Bible with Elijah walking in all these mighty miracles. Some of the miracles he's doing are raising people from the dead and healing people. And then we see he had a spiritual son who received his mantle, received the exact anointing that he was carrying. Elisha received that and even double portion. So he was doing the same miracles that Elijah was walking in and more by the Mm -hmm. anointing. And we see Moses. We see how God chose to deliver his people from Egypt. He chose to use a vessel. He chose to put the power of God, the anointing in Moses. And those signs Mm -hmm. and miracles were happening as Moses stepped out in obedience and God moved through him. And then we see in the New Testament, we see all the disciples. Apostle Paul is a great example. It says mm-hmm. in Acts 19, 11, God was doing such extraordinary miracles through the hands of Apostle Paul that they would even bring handkerchiefs and aprons to him, like touching him. And they would put the aprons and handkerchiefs on the sick and demon oppressed and the people would be free. The demons would leave, the people would be healed. Amen. And we also see Apostle Peter. It says that they would bring the sick, those sick and the demon possessed under his shadow. So basically, Peter would be ministering and they would position themselves to receive the anointing flowing through Peter. And it says that as the shadow of Peter touched these people, that demons left and people were healed. And it actually says all were healed. Amen. So we just see all of these examples from Old Testament to New Testament that God has this principle of releasing his miracles. And that's by his anointing, his anointing that he puts in vessels. Mm-hmm. Not just any vessels, though. That's why it's rare, because you have to be a trusted vessel. God has to take you through the fire and see your heart that you will use this power according to his will and not for your gain in any way at all. So uh, a lot of people don't know to like hunger for the anointing, to desire for the anointing when you seek the lord and seek him with all your heart then you will find him so a lot of people you know what i'm excited about in the book releasing this book is that a lot of people just don't even know their eyes aren't even open about the anointing about the power about god's principles Mm -hmm. and that god wants to use them so the first part is even is like you need to desire this you need to be like lord use me however you want if you want to use me in your power I'll surrender everything. I'll give up my dreams and desires, whatever, Lord. I just want your will. But back to that verse in Isaiah 10, 27, the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. You know, it doesn't say the yoke shall be destroyed by personal prayer alone or by fasting a certain amount of times or by this and this and this and this. It just simply says by the anointing. Mm-hmm. And that's because the anointing is specifically the power of God to destroy the yokes. It's what makes demons obey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a lot of people don't realize this. They think that they don't realize that God has this principle. And so they think they don't understand, okay, if I'm oppressed, I need to position myself mm-hmm. where anointing is flowing so that that powerful anointing can come upon my life like it did in the times of Peter. And those demons would have to obey that anointing. The yoke must be destroyed. I just need to find where anointing is flowing, like mm-hmm. what they did in the times of the Acts Church. I need to 
go where Peter is. I need to locate this power of God in God's Mm -hmm. kingdom. Do you want more authentic worship and fervent prayer? Do you want to unveil the glory, purity, and passion of God's love? I've got a great resource for you. With warmth and piercing insight, Global Apostolic Ministers Stephen and Renee Springer help you embrace God's purifying fire in their book, The Fire of Perfect Love, Intimacy with God for a Life of Passion, Purpose, and Unshakable Faith. When you make love the goal of your life, you won't burn up and you won't burn out. You will bring the transforming love of Jesus to your city, nation, and world. And Revealing Jesus listeners get 40% off and free shipping with promo code REVEALINGJESUS at familyownedbakerbookhouse.com. Pick up a copy today and experience the fire of God's perfect love. Just head to the link in the show notes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And one of the ways we do that is to see, you know, position ourselves under his grace and under that waterfall of his favor and intimate relationship, but also in ministries who are moving in the power of the spirit, who honor God and who are longing and walking in those things. That's a huge, huge part of it. And I think just knowing that one of the biggest things when it comes to the anointing is surrender and submitting to God. That's one of the biggest things I found. You know, the word says we submit to God, we resist the devil and he flees. And even as ministers, like even in the anointing, just like you said, I just want to do your will. That's surrender and that's submitting. Even we see it with Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but yours be done, Father. And I think that's such a vital place that we're missing in the body of Christ. And you're right, God does things out of the box, out of our understanding sometimes, just like the handkerchiefs that were taken from Paul. You know, we have to be able to say, just like you said, God, you do what you want to do. Here I am, God, you do what you want to do. Can we talk about how? we can access the power of the anointing. And can you talk about how the fivefold ministry is important to restoring the anointing in today's church? Yes, yes. So in Ephesians 4, 11, it speaks about how Jesus, when he ascended, he poured out his spirit. And with his spirit being poured out upon the earth, upon his believers, he gave gifts to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And these gifts were apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. And to summarize what it goes on to say in the scripture in Ephesians 4 is that these gifts, the purpose of them is to equip the body. Amen. Equip the body so that they would no longer be immature, no longer be blind in the spiritual realm and therefore beaten up by the devil, but rather they would be equipped to be mature vessels of God that they would see in the spiritual realm what's going on, you know, know the devil's tactics and be able to have victory every day over the devil. They're equipped in this way and then they can move on from there for to be equipped for works of service as it says in Ephesians 4, so that we can go beyond, we can move forward. Okay, now you're victorious over the devil. You're a mature vessel of God. 
but now you can really be at a place where God can entrust anointing in you and you can be equipped to walk in God's power and to help other people. So that's God's calling for our lives. But what's powerful about this scripture is it shows something that's needed for us to be mature, for us to be equipped, for us to be equipped for works of service. It shows mm-hmm. us what is needed. And that is the fivefold ministry, the Amen. equipping that comes from the fivefold ministry. And in this day and age, it is very, very rare to find apostles and prophets, mm-hmm. anointed apostles and prophets. Mm-hmm. It's mostly pastors and teachers and evangelists. Mm-hmm. But according to Ephesians 2.20, it says that, you know, this is the New Testament, Ephesians. Ephesians 2.20, it says that the foundation is built upon the apostles and the prophets with Christ Jesus as the chief cornerstone. And back to Ephesians 4, it says that this equipping is talked about, that this will continue until we come into the perfect man, completion. We are exactly how God wants us to be in the body of Christ. You know, And that won't happen until Jesus returns. We're going to be purified and being prepared until Jesus returns. So therefore, there must be living apostles and prophets today. We understand mm-hmm. the importance of living pastors and living teachers, how God moves through them presently in this day and age to minister to people. Well, it's the same exact way for apostles and prophets. We need living apostles for God to move through them and do the apostolic work and release those spiritual nutrients, that spiritual food that only apostles release. And same for prophets. We need the eyes of the prophets. We need their vision that only they have, only God has really graced and anointed them to have for the body of Christ and the prophetic ministry that they bring. We need them living today and God to move through them today for us to be fully equipped. And so as they are the foundation, it's no wonder that it's rare to see the power of God in the body of Christ today. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, for people to be walking in the power of God, they need to be built up, equipped. There needs to be impartation of anointing being released that comes from the fivefold ministry. And the apostles, it speaks in the Bible about how a true sign of an apostle is they walk in signs, wonders, and miracles. It says that numerous times. And so if you're removing that from the body of Christ, then who is going to be imparting this anointing and equipping the people to walk in miracle signs? That's like a big sign of a true apostle. That's like a specialty, you know, that's like a big thing that God uses them in. (laughs) And also impartation is just such one of the biggest ways of accessing the anointing. You asked about, you know, how to access the anointing. There's so many different keys, but one of them is to position yourself to receive impartation. Which isn't just showing up somewhere being like, I want to receive impartation. Give me what you have. (laughs) But it's having to do with acknowledging God's church, that we need the fivefold ministry and being planted. That's God's Mm -hmm. principle too, not going here, there and everywhere. But that principle of Elisha and Elijah, Elisha served Elijah. He wasn't hopping around and just there once in a while, but whenever Elijah needed something to be assistance with the work of God. Elisha was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this servant heart that he had and, you know, this lack of selfish ambition that Elisha had, but this heart to just serve God and to just serve the servant of God and, and just 
whatever God wanted, that led to him passing tests, tests to see that he had a trustworthy heart that God could entrust him with anointing, that when he received the anointing, he would do God's will. He wouldn't go off and do whatever he wanted. And Mm -hmm. Elisha received the anointing. So it's about planning yourself and finding your Elijah, finding the vessel of God that God wants you to receive impartation from and Mm -hmm. just being a servant heart there, serving there. And as you are patient and you serve and you just renew your mind, I just want God's will to be done and deny yourself, surrender. God Mm -hmm. will see that he can trust you and he will start to pour that anointing upon you and that it will be impartation through Mm -hmm. that your Elijah that it comes to you. And I love that so much. And honor is such a powerful thing. I'm so thankful for the body of Christ because, you know, I often share the scripture that you mentioned that these offices will be given until we're all built up into the fullness of who we are in Christ. And it's really the mercy of God and the goodness of God that he's given us the entire fivefold. When we look out across the body of Christ, we shouldn't see these people as people that we should put on a pedestal necessarily, but we should see them as servants. Yes. Because that's really what they are. I love what the Apostle Paul says about the apostolic servant. He says of the apostles, he says, we are the most to be pitied. And it's because we are servants of all. So that's important to remember. But I always tell people, you cannot receive from what you do not honor. And so it it goes all across the body, whether you're sitting under a prophetic ministry. The Bible says when you welcome a prophet, you receive the prophet's reward. Same thing for the apostolic ministry. Same thing for the pastoral and the evangelical. It's important that we honor and we receive every single part because we need every single part. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Well, I'm so thankful to have you with me here today. Is there anything burning on your heart that you'd like to share directly to our listeners? Yes. God wants you to know that he loves you so much that he doesn't want you to be stuck in bondage. He doesn't want you to be in sickness. He wants you to be free and healed. By his stripes, we are healed. So Jesus already paid the price for you to be healed today by enduring that scourging, that blood he shed when he received scourging, the whippings, the scourging on his back. That was specifically purchasing your healing and deliverance today. And his anointing is here now. Revival has begun. Revival is now. And God has released his anointing that's by and large, by and large, we haven't seen much in the body of Christ and on this earth today. He is releasing it now. And so there's nothing missing. He is alive. He is here in power by his anointing. So all you need to do is believe and God will simply heal you and deliver you. And Also, God wants to use you in his power, in his anointing. There's more. There's so much more. And your purpose in this life is to be a servant of God and to be a vessel of his anointing, a vessel of him in his fullness, that he could live fully in you, that you would embrace the fullness of him so that 
your life would be supernatural. Your life would be miraculous. That when you pray for people, your words would be powerful. As Jesus said to the disciples, if you speak to the mountain and you believe in your heart that what you said will happen, the mountain will indeed move. So (laughs) it's the same for you today. God has given you power, anointing. And as you surrender to him, he will increase that in your life. So when you speak, when you pray for people, God wants you to believe that your words are different from any old person in this world. But because you're a believer, because you embrace his spirit, you're not ashamed, but you want him to move however he wants, he will use you in power. As you speak, as you pray for people, things will happen. Miracles will take place as you surrender to him, as you position yourself to receive his anointing. Amen. Amen. So good. Will you pray for our listeners today before we go? Yes. Yes, I would love to. God is going to release this anointing right now to you who are listening. And he has two things he wants to do right now. And that's number one, to release miracles that you need to release healing and deliverance. And number two, to impart anointing upon your life that there would be a release, a transfer of this anointing that I have seen in my ministry as I shared that this would be released through this podcast and you would receive anointing and walk in power from here, from today. So I declare right now over every person here that every generational curse would be broken. I declare all of these generational curses of sicknesses and cancer that have been repetitive in the family and addictions that have been like just repeating every generation and poverty that's been repeating every generation. I declare them all broken right now in Jesus name. And I declare every curse upon your life from word curses that you even saw affecting you, how people spoke words of death over you and people just spoke to you at even at a young age about your identity, about your appearance, about your future and how you you saw what they said take place and you believed in it. I break those word curses now in Jesus' name. They have no power anymore. And I declare now every demonic spirit that came through these curses, I declare they must go now. All these demonic spirits speaking against your identity in Christ. They must go in Jesus' name. Every spirit of addiction must go. Every spirit of anxiety and panic attacks must go. Every spirit of depression must go. Every spirit of infirmity must go. Every spirit of witchcraft and every spirit that comes in the night and comes in your dreams and disturbs you in your sleep, I declare it must Go in Jesus' name. I declare every spirit of condemnation, shame, religion, every spirit that comes and aims to pull you from God, to keep you from having relationship and intimacy with God. This demonic spirit must go in Jesus' name. And I declare all sicknesses must leave now. All diseases, all cancer, all tumors, they must go. All heart problems all breathing issues, be healed. All pain in the bodies, chronic pain, the pain almost leave in Jesus' name. 
and I declare all problems in the mind, every mental issue, every diagnosis given over you, I break the power of those diagnoses. I declare that you have a sound mind. I declare autism, mental problems, mental disorders and diseases all must go in Jesus' name. And I release this anointing now upon you. I speak the fire of the Holy Spirit to come, to fill you now. And may abundant peace and joy fill you. May you have abundant life in every area. And I release this anointing now into your life. May God use you in power. May you never be the same from today. May your words carry power from today. May miracles happen through you. May demons obey you. May sicknesses leave as you pray for people. And may you walk in your calling and your purpose. May nothing pull you from God's will. May you grow in God's love and may your spiritual eyes open up to receive more revelation of the spiritual realm and more revelation of God's love for you and his people. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Wow. I know that's going to touch so many people. Thank you. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for being here with me today. I so appreciate it. Oh, it was my honor. It was such a blessing for me. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It was my honor. My honor. Well, I hope and I pray that this episode has blessed you today. I will have links from today's podcast and resources in the show notes on Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira, wherever you get your podcasts. There you'll find additional resources to connect with us and our special guest, Catherine Crick. And be sure to pick up a copy of her new book, The Secret of the Anointing, Accessing the Power of God to Walk in Miracles. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of Revealing Jesus with Christina Pereira. I hope today's episode has blessed you. Please subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to sign up for our ministry mailing list for more encouraging content about our beautiful Savior, Jesus. Just text JESUS to 1-833-815-7778. That's 1-833-815-7778. 7778. And of course, it's your turn now to join the conversation. Send me your burning questions, leaders you would like to hear from in the body of Christ, your testimonies, and more. Just click join the conversation in the show notes. And for more information about our ministry, visit us at ChristinaPereira.org. Until next week, may grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of Jesus. God bless.